this is that other sports show. Let's go. Before last show, we took a little bit of a break due to technical difficulties. I am praying to the the technical difficulty gods above that we have none for this show. Uh, we have so much sports to actually talk about. It's crazy. We just had UFC 262. There's a bunch of matchups that were already made afterwards, or at least rumored to be made. Uh, we have uh, all you know all uh, every NFL team's uh, schedule officially has now come out. Your boy is going to uh, a Halloween game in Buffalo this year. It's going to be crazy. I don't know if I'm going to come back. Uh, just move there. So, yeah, I'm just going to stay there and start renting an apartment, you know? Just some crazy squat. Buffalo, some Bills mob. No, don't guys. even rent an apartment. Just squat. Just become a yeah, squatter. Like, I'm just going to be a squatter. I'm just back and forth through Buffalo, just like staying in different places. Fine land. Yeah. I'm just fucking squat there. Yeah, why not, man? Squatter's rights, man. It's like 90 days. I love that. that. Dude, if you do that two times, that's 180 days. Yeah, you're, you're fucking rolling. Andy that's the entire football rant. season. September to January. I, there it is. I've, I've already got my schedule planned now. The squatting oh, schedule. Uh, we also have play-in. NBA play-in playoffs mm. happening like right fucking now. Like right yes. now. Uh, right now, Grizzlies, right now. Grizzlies and Spurs are, are in the midst of battle right now. I believe the uh, Grizzlies had a pretty big lead. Uh, the Spurs jumped up and cut that back at halftime. The Grizzlies were up by about seven points. Uh, I love me some Dylan Brooks action. And, yes, I'm biased because he's, he's an Oregon boy. But I don't think the kid gets enough credit, man. He is a solid, solid player. Uh, I, I honestly, Jay, I have to ask you, though, man, who the fuck plays for the San Antonio Spurs anymore? Uh, they have a, a kid who's really Do we know good, anybody? Who's na- they, Jamal Murray? No, not Jamal Murray. Fuck, I'm already blowing it. Murray. Uh, do they still have Boban? The Spurs have a kid who's in his second year, and it's Jamal something. God damn, it's escaping me. But he's really good. He's like a second or a third year player. So the Spurs have some guys. Hey, the Spurs have Pop. And when you have old coach Pop, you know anything goes. That That's right there. I mean, uh, I was just discussing this game. I was up there watching with a buddy of mine. We we're watching the game. And uh, I asked him the same question. I said, how the fuck are the Spurs even in the playoffs? Like, who do they have? Like, do they resurrect David Robinson's body? And like you know, put it put it back into a Spurs jersey, like zombie. You know, did, 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 Tim did, did Tim Duncan have like you know twins? And they it's just, a, to be both, it's just you know, zombie Tim Duncan, seven feet tall. But he said, you know, he goes, hey man, like uh, you know, the the problem with the Spurs. This comes from my buddy Jeremy. He's on Twitter. I don't know his Twitter account, so I'm not gonna say it. But he thinks that the Spurs have no depth, and what they should be doing is tanking. Jay, mm. give me your quick thoughts on on this Spurs team tanking. I told him, by the way. There's no chance in God's green earth that Greg Popovich tanks for anything. Jay, what do you think? I don't think uh, he knows how to tank. I don't think it's in his DNA. Um, I don't think they'll ever tank. I think think uh, he's got just enough talent there and just enough of a coaching skill set to always find a way to get into the playoffs, always be a 6th, 7th, 8th seed. 
Um, I think the kid's name is Dejounte Murray, but I, Dejounte I Murray. He's not. He's he's young. He's from Washington. He's a bit of a stud. They're not terrible. They got some young guys. They'll be all right. Uh, they got a Demar Demar Derozan. How are we forgetting Demar Derozan? Derozan's like thirty-two years old, man. I just don't I know. know. I know. I'm just saying. That's a hey. You got a thirty-two-year-old Demar Derozan. You got a you young got Murray. Gay. You got Rudy a young Gay's like Mary. 75 years old. You got a 2000 year old Patty Mills. <laughs> this is a, you got pop and you got yep. pop. That's all you need. That's that's the ingredients. To, that's the recipe to become the seventh or eighth seed. <laughs> you just got to have pop. He'll get any team, any team. He could take the Arizona Wildcats and make them an eight seed in the NBA playoffs. 55, uh, Grizzly 61. And I'm fired up for this Warriors game tonight, by the way. I am. So before, okay, so people listening and people who uh, are going to get into the show, we're going to get into stuff right now. I'm going to change it up right now. Oh. I don't want to talk combat sports just yet. I want to talk oh, basketball boy. because we're in the fucking middle of basketball. We're already talking Spurs. We're talking Grizzlies. We're talking we're feeling loose. The ageless. We're greased well, up. We're, we're, we're speaking of the Thanos of all basketball coaches, Greg Popovich. And uh, so the next game is a play-in game between the defending NBA champion, Los Angeles Lakers, and the former champions at some point in time. And they won multiple champions, championships, the Golden State Warriors. And I'm going to tell you right now that despite my overabundance of not wanting to hear one more word about LeBron James, mm. probably ever, Oh. I I am rooting so heavily right now for your Golden State Warriors. Oh, I want Steph to drop 57 points, 10 assists, three steals, and just absolutely crush the hopes of any double double champion. I don't want I don't want to see it. I think the um the basketball <laughs> gods and also the shady basketball referees and the <laughs> stuff that happens. There's no way the Warriors, or the I'm sorry, the the Warriors, or frankly the Lakers lose um, two games in a row here. One of those two teams, both these teams are going to end up the seven eight. Whoever wins this game right here, the Memphis or Spurs game, it's irrelevant because they're going to lose to the loser of tonight's game. In my exactly. opinion, both yeah, no, both, yeah. we're going to end up seeing both these teams for at least another four four five games. But with that said, this to me is more about the journey to keep the uh, you know the dynasty alive. If the dynasty still has a pulse, it starts tonight, right? Because they win tonight, they, they find a way to maybe get back in the mix, maybe get to a final. It's in play when you got Steph playing at an MVP level, when you still got Draymond with his high uh, basketball IQ and you know top three, four defensive player of the year status. Um, I'm psyched for this game. I'm going Warriors. Um, of course, that's going to be some just straight-up favoritism by me on that. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers win. Uh, but I don't know where LeBron's at right now. And not to spend too much time on LeBron because we could spend plenty of time on him. But I think right now, where's he at health-wise? Where's he at energy-wise? And then again, as we talk about almost every week on this show, where's he at in his long-distance, short-distance run versus father time? Because he is in that 19th through 20th year, and he has accumulated all these basketball miles, not only regular season, but postseason miles. And the mileage on him is great. And at some point, you start to wonder, is this the year where we really see only, I don't know, 28 to 30 strong minutes out of LeBron? 
Uh, is this the year where we see, all right, you know, th- this is the finally the trending down LeBron that we thought we were seeing you know, 10 years ago when he was in Cleveland the first time? Um, it'll be interesting. But I'm going Warriors tonight. Again, that's just a, a lot of bias behind that pick for the listeners. Uh, for, if you are a first-time listener, I haven't been an enormous Warriors fan, so heads up on that. Uh, we've been doing this <laughs> podcast almost 10 years now, and I've been rooting for them since then when they were bad. So, uh, you know, no bandwagon jumping here, if you will. But, Jess, we, let, since we're here, again, let's keep Greece on the basketball wheel. Let's do it. So, throw me some picks here. We're going to go with the uh, Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. We're just going to go there now. I want to start with 3-6 in the East, the Heat versus the Bucks. The Bucks used to be sexy. They have the former MVP here with Giannis. You got Miami, who everybody loves. Still Miami, still tough. They still got some of the guys they had last year. I believe the core five are still there. Um, we're in the Eastern Championship last year. They're battling in the first round, Jeff. Who you got? <clears throat> I, You know, uh, the Heat have struggled uh, off and on this year. They've looked really good, and then they've looked really tired. And uh, the thing that freaks me out the most is Jimmy Butler looks disinterested a lot of the time. A A lot of the season, he's looked disinterested. Um, Tyler Harrow is – Harrow's uh, been injured and banged up all season, Mm -hmm. so you've not gotten to see his full strength like uh, we did a lot last year. Uh, If I got to pick a team, and I got to go with the Bucs. Giannis is still healthy. Uh, Middleton's still throwing up crazy numbers. They still got such a deep bench. They're, They're talented from top to bottom. And as far as the first-round matchup goes, I think it's pretty favorable for the Bucks. I'm going to agree with you. I do believe this goes six, possibly seven, but I'm going Bucks. Let's hop into the West now. Sexy West matchup. The LA Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks. A lot of sexy names here. You got Luca. You got Hardaway Jr. You got PG-13. You got Kawhi. Um, I still think Kawhi has the possibility to fuck around and pull the crown out of his ass. And we could be looking at the end of this finals the same way we did when he was in Toronto and going, damn, he's the best player in the NBA. Um, but we'll, and, and y'all must have forgot Roy Jones type shit. But we'll find out real quick. Uh, Jess, what you got? Uh, a lot of people were hating on uh, Tyron Lue for uh, uh, sitting and and uh, and resting a lot of guys, and they wanted a better a better spot in the playoffs, better team to play. They want to play a, a, a higher up notch team. Uh, and and uh, I man, I, I I like where the Clippers are. I think that that by sitting guys, especially Kawhi, who we've gotten used to. I mean, just sitting for games. Yeah. You know, nothing new. it's nothing new. It's it's been happening for a while now. Yeah. Uh, I still think he, he was a, a day one load management guy. One one thousand <laughs> uh, percent. One day, ah uh, man, it's a uh, day one load management guy. I'll leave it at that. Day one load management guy. Uh, yeah, man. I I gotta I gotta take the uh, I gotta take the Clippers, man. They're top again, similar to what I was saying. Super deep. Uh, you know, you got uh, uh, playoff Rondo may may show up. Mm. Um, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent on that team. You still got Kawhi, you got PG thirteen, so they're gonna you know they're bound and determined to put up close to sixty points by themselves. Uh, and then you got a, a bunch of playmakers, and uh, the coaching staff is is uh, well rounded. So I'm I'm gonna go with uh, LA in this first round matchup. Tis the season, Jess. You know it's playoff time when you hear those two words: playoff Rondo. And everybody just knows what it means. Yeah. Everybody, fucking, I, 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 
half-wired basketball fans who only watch the playoffs, you know, only watch the playoffs know what playoff Rondo means. Um, I'm going L.A. here. Uh, I do think Dallas takes them a little bit deeper. I do believe this goes seven, uh, but I like the clips. I think this is one of those weird things where uh, we're kind of expecting some teams to just kind of snap and figure it out and put it together, even though the regular season wasn't a, hey, we played 70 games together. Our two top guys played 70 games together. So because of that, they're going to play well. This is one of those weird years where that hasn't happened. But I like the clips here. I like the clips. And I'm going to say seven. Um, hop right back into the East here, Jess. Uh, Celtics. And, and some people would say trending down, even though Tatum scored 50 last night. Versus the most villainous team in the NBA, the Brooklyn <laughs> Nets. The NWO. Three got Jess. Hell yes. Look, man. Uh, look, man, the the Nets, the Nets, uh, they they have it all, top to bottom. Kyrie, uh, when healthy, is probably the best point guard in the NBA. Uh, if you don't consider a guy like LeBron, who has in the past considered himself a point guard and so on. Or so Steph. Uh, or Steph and and Steph, I still I still say he's more of a shooting guard than he is a point guard. But I, you know what? I don't care. When you're that good, yeah. you can be whatever you fuck you want. Steph can come into the court and say he's a center. I don't care. Positionless um, basketball. Remember that, Jeff. You got to use yes. that sometimes. This, the league is now positionless. <laughs> it is. There's no position. It's it's gone. It's kind of like the tight end position in the NFL. It's gone. Mm. There's not really a tight end position anymore. Everyone's a hybrid. J- Jimmy Graham was behind the time because he tried to get extra money for for being a wide receiver. Now he could have got paid. Nah. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, that guy's this, got five concussions. I'm sure he wishes he would have got all those nickels. <laughs> uh, I like I like the Nets, man. Um, again, top to bottom, they got tons of talent. KD is whether you like the guy or hate the guy, he is one of the most phenomenal pure basketball scorers to ever touch hardwood. And, and, and he will, he can go into these games and just put up any point. He can shoot from anywhere on the court. You got Kyrie dishing out stuff. You got all the, all the role guys, all the playmakers. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't want to toot Steve Nash's horn. Like he did a whole lot with the whole coaching gig, but I mean, the coaching staff at least is staying out of the player's way and uh, giving them uh, a much longer leash than most coaching staff would probably do. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh Brooklyn. Yeah. By, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a random one at you. If Brooklyn sweeps Boston, should Boston fire their coach, Brad Stevens? Yes. Ooh, there we go. All right. That's Bra- all I want. Let, let, all right, let, that's let all I just, want. I, I just want to tell you this too. So you think he's overrated? I do think you I, I think that he I'm good handle, with this pick, by the way. I think that he cannot handle this squad. Oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, the squad, the squad is a, it's, it's a third version of it now. It's a, it's a third version of what he's coached yeah. in between the Rozier point guard team, the blossoming Tatum team that turned into the Kyrie mess, which is where they're at now with, you know, Akemba and company. Um, the Brad Stevens thing to me is interesting, and I don't know if he ever gets shit canned. Because I, I like Brad, I, though. I mean, right? You like Brad Stevens. Yeah, we all like him. him. He's a nice he's, guy. He's, he's a nice, he's a nice guy. guy. Seems like you'd want him to date your daughter and all that dumb shit. You, but you'd I mean, want to like, invite him over to a barbecue or something? Yeah, you know, that's what bring, I'm saying. He'd, he'd bring the good beer, not just like the Coors Light. Oh, one million percent. No, of course. He's got good but stories. Yeah, 
Last they, 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 jokes. They get, they get I love him. They yeah. get swept. He gets. They get swept. They, I think yeah. they got to consider firing him. I wish I had a sound effect machine right now. I'd hit the axe button. Bam. Just, just edit it in. Um, <laughs> so no, no, do that right there. So yes, it just uh, remember playoff KD. I remember finals KD when he was going head to head with LeBron and just uh, one of the most amazing. Him, just beating him shot for shot, and there was a moment where LeBron just kind of went, "All right, I got no chance here." Then they got swept. Um, I I I don't think this is a sweep. I think Boston. I think this is the gentleman's sweep. Still Boston wins one at home. Boston wins one at home. They get some crazy Tatum game. They get some crazy uh, Marcus Smart. I don't know. They just get some crazy game where they let, win. Let, let me gentleman's let me sweep. let me inject something real quick. Tatum, as great of a player as he is, uh, if you want to look at his his uh uh his hole as you know uh, what he can <laughs> contribute is he's very on and off. Mm-hmm. He'll have like a 13-point halftime, and then he'll end up scoring like 50 points in the second half. Or he'll just score 13 points all game and do nothing else for you. And I'm not, I'm not again, this could be a coaching thing. Like maybe Stevenson needs to, to pull him, you know, by the ear and give him a little bit of tough love, which I honestly don't think Brad Stevens can do. But uh, I like Tatum, but this group is, is – there's something off about the Celtics team. And they are definitely yeah. losing in the first yeah. round. Is there uh, is there the water polluted? Is there, is there where there's smoke? There's fire? I don't know. They they can. This is another year they can fall back on. But what if? What if we had a healthy Jalen Brown who's fucking blossomed this year into an absolute stud? What if we had a Jalen Brown at full capacity? And what if we didn't have the COVID restrictions? Was it Jalen Brown or, or Jason Tatum that says they haven't been able to breathe the same since they've caught COVID? That's kind of uh, fucking scary. That's kind I think of it was Brown. I think Brown had a had a COVID scare for a while. One and, of the two. Uh, Apologies yeah, for forgiving for yeah. forgive for forgetting that. Um, we, we, Justin, did not, we did not mean to in, interfere with your HIPAA violation, yeah. by the way, sir. We're just kind of flying at the flying at the seat here. We don't have all of our stuff up. I got fucking one screen up here with the NBA basketball schedule or something. Sorry. Hey, uh, yeah, gentlemen, sweep. That's where I'm going. Um, and go. I don't care if one of these guys is missing every game. Harden can miss a game. Kyrie can miss a game. Whatever. They they just have too much firepower. It's too much. Um, Denver, Portland. I'm really intrigued here because I know you're kind of a Portland guy, but Denver Denver's interesting. Uh, who you got? Denver has Denver has the, uh, the MVP National Basketball Association MVP, and he will not allow them to to lose to the Portland Trailblazers, just like he did not allow them to lose to the Portland Trailblazers a couple seasons ago. Jokic will put this team on his back, and he will carry them even without Jamal Murray and that horrific injury that he suffered. And I hope that he comes back healthy because he, after losing him, that's why this team is a you know what are they a, a fifth seed now something like that three six or, we're looking three, at three six they're three <sighs> so that's why they're not the one seed they would have finished the season the best team in in the in the Western Conference if they would have had their full staff at full health they did not and that's why they were where they're uh, where they're at right now which still is not bad in Portland will give them fits don't get me wrong and uh, I know I'm in Portland country right now down here in Oregon about uh, about 45 50 minutes away from Portland uh, but I'm just telling you right now like uh, Portland is deeper probably this year than they've ever been as far as veteran uh, uh, leadership on the team and Dame is having one hell of a season but we've come to just expect him to do this but the the Denver Nuggets are just so extremely talented they 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 rebound extremely well 
They play defense very well. They switch off screens very well. And then, for fuck's sake, I'm going to say it again, they got the MVP. You got MVP, you don't lose in the first round. That's just where it's at. You'd hope they don't lose in the first round because it's going to be embarrassing as fuck when he's getting his MVP trophy in his house. Fuck that they, sitting on his they, they, they will show up and give it to him. Uh, they, he's a sitting on his couch and shit in the same place I am getting his MVP. I'm sitting there with a fucking bag of <laughs> fucking pigskins. Or fucking the pork rinds. Hey, so the, the Denver Nuggets are so banged up, and I think that's why Portland has a legitimate chance here. And yeah. I think if they can get this to seven games – and you get a game time game seven, well, look out. But their best three players right now are going to be Joker, Aaron Gordon, and Michael Porter Jr. Those that's are the best three players. players. Yeah, now I know you know if Barton's going to play, that's a, that's an incredible difference. But he's banged up. He, he's not going to be at 100% going into this series, and, and that's a problem. Um, again, healthy, this series, healthy this Blazers could be interesting. This can go seven, Jess. I believe this, this can go seven. I'm going Nuggets. But I'll be honest with you, I'm not super confident about this one. This is probably the one I feel the least confident about. This is why I'm going to – okay, so we just talked about Brad Stevens a minute ago. This is why I'm confident that the, the Portland Trailblazers are going to lose yet another first-round matchup, and that is because Terry Stotts oh, is, a, is not a playoff-winning coach, okay? Yeah, beat him up. He, the teams – the players like him. Dame has his back like every fucking interview. But Terry Stotts does not know how to win in crunch time. And if he did, this team would have went to an NBA championship already. I'm not saying they would have won, but they would have went to a finals game in the last three to four years because they've had some pretty damn good teams. And they can't get there. They can't even get past the first fucking round. What they had that – it takes Dame, Dame time magic to get past the first round. You got to have Dame hit a 70-foot fucking shot to win the game and get past the first round. No, you need to just win in the first round. And then move on. You you can't you, you can't just leave it up to that last second because if he misses, you you lose. I want but to say this: if, if, if you were already up by twenty points, it doesn't matter. I want to say this, Jess. The Blazers going into this series just are deeper, so this should go seven. They've got Dame, they've got CJ, they've got Melo coming off the bench, they've got Fat yeah, Rob in the starting lineup, they've got Nurkic, and they've got Cam. They've got everybody running full steam. This this should go seven, but I think the MVP pulls it out of his ass. But again, if it goes seven and we got game time in a game seven, ooh boy, that's that's why we watch basketball. That's the intrigue. That's the that's that's the true, you know, the soap opera, if you will. It's the highest step. Um, playoff basketball is just different. Ain't man. nothing playoff, like it. Ba- playoff basketball is built different. Just give me your finals now, and we want to make sure we throw the Lakers and the Warriors and whoever else is in the East that we're forgetting. Give me your finals prediction now. Who you got going to the finals, and then who you got. We're going to really stretch it. We're assuming everybody's healthy. Damn. Uh, well, uh, if uh, I think the Lakers have done everything that they needed to do to get their, their squad back to health. AD is going to be playing to full health. LeBron probably won't be 100% because, you know, like you said earlier, he's always banged up now. But in 85%, LeBron is still better than 85% of the NBA. Uh, I, I got the Lakers going back to the championship uh, uh, for the Western Conference. It's going to be a tougher road, but I think that they get there. And then the other side, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. I think the, the Nets 
are again they played it similar to the Lakers where they rested a lot of guys. Guys would get a toe sprain and he'd sit for a month and a half. Yeah, knowing that these guys are going to be in the playoffs regardless. Playoff KD is we we. we I, I'm not joking around about playoff Rondo, but we bring it up. But playoff KD is something different. It, it's something to watch in awe and amazement at what this man can do in the playoffs and how he performs and how he controls himself in in, in uh, pressure situations. I can see the Brooklyn Nets going and facing off against the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. If that happens, KD's getting a ring. Oof. You like the Nets? Yikes. That's sexy as fuck. <laughs> I feel like you just stole my pick, Jess. I really, I really was about to sell myself. On Were the you really? Let's do it. Let's I'm not even shit. joking, but but here's where I'm at. Throw it. Here's where I'm at. So you've got the Nets, who literally have three of the top ten players in the league right now. Like that, that's just it. They got three of the top ten players in the league, and I, I, I think we've slept. We haven't talked about James Harden at all. And the only reason James Harden hasn't won a championship was because he was losing to the Warriors every year. And he had the Warriors down in a series and couldn't finish them. So, I mean, we all know you've got two guys that have won an MVP in the last, whatever it is, five, six years. Kyrie, who hit one of the biggest shots in the last four years against the Warriors in the finals. Some could say, again, it's one of the two biggest shots in the last 10 years. God, how do you pick against the Nets? Um, I got the Nets winning the East. I think the series against the Sixers is going to be the series. That's going to be primetime basketball. That's the one I'm going to – everyone that's listening should go out of their way to watch. That's going to be chippy. That's going to be – there's going to be a lot of shit talking. That's going to be fun and competitive. Um, in the West, got to be honest with you, Jess, I don't trust the Lakers. I just don't. I think they've been banged up. I think we're I think we're finally getting to the end here with LeBron. I think I just I just don't trust them. I also don't trust Utah. Here's who I do trust. I trust the Clippers. I trust Kawhi. I'm going in. Chips on the table. Clippers in the finals. And as much as I want to pick the Nets here to win the championship, I'm not. I'm gonna go Clippers. I think the Clippers win in six. I think that I I took the Clippers last year to win the championship. I think the roster's a little bit better now, and now Kawhi and PG are healthy. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Clippers and six over over the Nets. So put it on wax. There it is. That, that, that's that's a fucking huge fucking hot take right there. That's a huge hot take. We're we're throwing that all over Twitter. There it right is. Now. Yeah, throw that on. Uh, throw that on. Throw it, that on. And imagine, I, I, imagine, I really, imagine. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Sixers Nets matchup. I, Damn, I I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to a whoever the Suns are playing, whether it's the Lakers or the Warriors. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to play. I just pumped up the Blazers uh, Nuggets like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really, I'm, I'm really looking forward to whoever the Clippers are going to be playing in the second round. You know, clearly they're going to probably be playing the winner of that, uh, whatever the sun, the Suns matchup, I believe. And maybe not. If the Lakers win, they'll definitely be playing them. So, we've got some interesting playoff basketball coming here. We've spent a decent amount on basketball, and I, and we do got about 30, 35 minutes here before I got to get out of here. Let's jump into combat sports. Let's try and burn through that. And if we got some time left, we'll hit some quick NFL. If not, we can wrap it up. I, but I think we're good, Jess. Let's do it. All right, uh, let's start with the boxing here. I want to start with Canelo. Uh, Canelo Saunders, incredible fight. Uh, we discussed it on the show. I believe that Saunders was going to be a lot more game 
than a lot of people did. Uh, I believe he won a lot of rounds. I know there are some individuals, some people whose opinions I respect, who thought that having Saunders close was foolish, but everybody scores fights differently, right? Um, before I go into the real beaten potatoes of this, Jess, give me some random thoughts on the fight. Give me your thoughts on Saunders Canelo. Well, first thing I want to bring up is if, if anybody wants to go back and listen to our Canelo Saunders uh, uh, preview, uh, I'm pretty sure from what I remember that you, my friend, of course, the boxing guy, had this shit figured out from the start. So uh, I, when it happened, first thing I thought, I was at work, I, I'm watching uh, the news, you know, I'm updating, 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 here it comes, boom. And I was like, damn, Jay, Jay is, I should never have doubted anything that Jay said about this fight. Saunders came in, he was very game. He, uh, I think he did steal a couple rounds here or there. Yep. Uh, he gave Canelo some fits. He was trying his best to stay on the outside. And then um, it just got to a, it got to a Canelo fight, like, Canelo's got this way, and I, I don't know how to explain it very well because I'm not a boxing guy. So maybe, Jay, you can get yeah. into this here in a minute. No, I like, can't. Here, I can't. Here, goes. I can't. here goes. So Canelo has this way of, like, sucking his opponent into his mm-hmm. game plan. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah. we, we see it happen. You can, be like, well, you can be like, well, Floyd does that all the time. Yeah. Floyd baits with defense. Mm-hmm. Canelo baits with offense. It's super weird to see, and he almost allows his opponent to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where Saunders fell into that trap, is he started throwing some punches, he was landing some things, he was feeling good. He was like, damn, I'm spry out here, man. Look at my feet moving. Bam. You know, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. And then, and then in a way, it, like, lured him to want to get closer to Canelo and try to start landing bigger shots. And when you get into that, you know, we say it all the time, that phone booth type style fight, mm-hmm. that is Canelo's fucking playground. And that, that that's very uppercut, dominant, people. That uppercut was, f- I mean, the it's greatest hard. quote, the greatest quote I ever saw was Canelo said, I think I broke his face. He's right. That was, that was the quote. And yes, Canelo, you broke his fucking face. When you're a face breaker and you hit somebody in the face and then you go like, oh, I know how that punch usually ends. It usually ends with that guy's face <laughs> being broken. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty accurate. That knows what he's doing here. Yeah. It's like a butcher, right? A butcher can cut a steak and go like, oh, no, that, that's the cut you want right there. I just cut it right The fat's off. He did that. So the first three to four rounds weren't really feel out, but it was more – Canelo doing the Canelo thing with Saunders kind of peppering him with the jab, doing the slick shoe shine. I'm, I'm not really hurting you, but I'm just landing more punches. I'm being the more active guy. And Canelo was kind of filling him out, sniffing him out, throwing big um, counter shots, big body shots, just kind of feeling him out. And then there came a point somewhere in like the fourth or fifth round where Saunders just got comfortable and he started really moving, really boxing, really popping his jab. Uh, throwing his left hand, doubling up with his with his straight left hand. And I tweeted, did Canelo catch COVID in the fucking fifth round here? Like, in the, in the steering, I mean, there's 30 or whatever, there's 70,000 people in this fucking stadium. Nobody's got a mask on. Uh, you know, I think Jay Rollins is in there with no mask. So there's just all kinds of wild shit going on. They're letting anybody in that bitch. Anybody with 25 bucks. So I I say, uh, all right, I don't know. Maybe something's going on with Canelo because all of a sudden he just wasn't active. And maybe it was Canelo's game plan. Who knows? But there was a good wide margin where Saunders probably won three to four consecutive rounds. 
And when this happens in a fight, when there's like a home crowd type thing where it's, you know, almost like a home type of fight, the crowd gets quiet, the crowd gets nervous, there's the weird energy that changes in the fight. And you could see that Saunders was feeding off of it and letting his hands go and, again, just moving well. And then there came that round where Canelo literally got off of his stool in the ninth round and went, all right, I'm good, that's enough of this shit. And then he just comes off the stool and he starts, like, getting the crowd pumped up and he's pumping his hands and he's doing, like, gestures, getting, you know, like, let's go, guys. And then he's letting his hands go, bop, 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 bop. And then he'd move a little bit. And you could see Saunders was almost, like, completely thrown off by it because he's like, oh, this is different than what's been going on in the last four rounds. And then he just starts throwing that uppercut. I mean, it just heavy body blows. And he hits him with that uppercut, and the entire fight changes. Because you could tell at this point, Saunders is trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, right? Like, he's trying to figure out, like, is my face broken? Did, I just quit? Did my face just get broken? Because I was doing all right here for three or four rounds. And then he hits the stool, and I remember picking up my phone and going, all right, the entire fight has shifted, and Canelo's, Canelo's about to take this fight over. I can't see this fight going another round or two. And before I even got a chance to hit tweet, the fight was fucking over. The, yeah. the, the corner stopped the fight. And Twitter did, did boxing Twitter, combat sports Twitter, does what it does, which is completely overreact in the moment. And they start tweeting out, Saunders is a pussy. This guy's a quitter. How dare he quit? How dare, he's not a real fighter. He's not a Mexican fighter. He's not a he's not bugging Kevin Kelly out here with his eye hanging out. He's not, he's not <laughs> one of these guys. Well, you know what? It turns out we find out, I don't know, a day or two later, Saunders was still in the hospital. He hadn't left his hospital bed. And now the story's out there that the guy's face was broken. He had a fractured right orbital bone. And now there's this like you know, they do this the, the, the next level science thing where they'll bring a skull out and there's these enormous spots on the skull that are like blacked out and they'll go, so this is what's broken. It's broken here. It's broken here. It's broken on the bottom. It's broken on the right. It's broken up top. This is one of those fractures where you literally go, man, this guy probably may not fight again because he's made his money and he's made it to the top. And you go, you know what? I can see a scenario where he goes, yeah, I'm good. Or I can see a scenario where he goes, you know what? I'm going to have one more hometown fight that Ricky had, you know, that fight in front of the whole family, in front of the the hometown. And then that's it. I'm good. I made it to the mountaintop. I fought the best. I got destroyed by him. And now I'm done. Uh, I don't know what happens, but we'll see. Um, Shout out to people that had enough patience and rather than jump on Saunders and destroy him. Um, they have the patience to wait and then destroy him or not destroy him at all. Give me some thoughts here on the way out of here. Let's, let's, let's wrap this fight up. This, this, this fight, like, all I want to say is after watching, like, the whole, I, I remember seeing that, the, the whole doctor saying, they're like, oh, so this is, you know, this is what happened to his face. First thing immediately came to mind, my mind was when Evangelista Santos Cyborg got his face crushed. Oh, Jesus. And there's plates everywhere. It's all about the plates. Yeah, like you're never getting it through TSA, man. Like ever again, your, your life's fucked. <laughs> you just, you just, as soon, as soon as you go through TSA, you've got the video loaded up on your phone, right? On YouTube. You're just you're like, like, no, it's look, me. Guys, it's me. You've seen this, right? Happened. I fought, I, I, I fought the, I fought the Pokemon guy, and then the Pokemon guy, guy used that. 
He, <laughs> he did that to me, the Pokemon this, guy. This, this is what, hey guys, this is what Canelo did in my face. You're, yeah, he's going, yeah, I fucked Canelo. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. Oh, yeah, you're the guy. You're the guy. Hey, come on in, man. Come on in. The TSA guy's like, dude, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually the guy. I tweeted that you're a pussy after the fucking. It's my bad. I was hoping to get a boy. You know, I was, I always wondered if I got a chance. You know, I was. Can I get a he's, picture? He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, and he's like, all's forgiven, right? We're good. Uh, Take his hand and shit. He's like, yeah, I actually do this once a week. Good. I love it. Um, on the oh, way yeah. out, on the way out with the boxing, on the way out, uh, Ramirez Taylor. It's going to be on ESPN. If you're a fan of a combat sports, watch this fight. If you're a fan of throwback boxing, if you're a fan of the uh, the phone booth type fight, you know, we just celebrated the first Gotti Ward uh, one recently, and it was 20 years or 21 years ago. Watch this fight, because stylistically, this almost has zero chance of being a boring fight, and it's free. Like, you got no, no reason to not watch this fight. I got Ramirez late. Uh, I don't know how it ends. Uh, maybe Taylor bo- outboxes him, but but this, just on paper, this has, just ha- this has the, on paper again, Stylistically, all the boxes checked for a fucking barred burner. There we go. ESP, ESPN Plus. And it's free. You got to go, go get that subscription. Oh, it's the free one. No, it's free. If, it, if, it, if it's super free, free, if it's super free, then it's just go super watch. free, Jess. It's not it's just free. free. It's super free. So you're good. You got no reason to miss it. You want to talk uh, this past UFC pay per view that just happened? Yeah, let's, uh, let's just talk. Uh, uh, there's know. two. There's two fights. You want to talk to two fights? Yeah, let's talk two fights. Specific fights. fights. You want to talk? There, there, there were there were other fights on the card. There was a lot of weird shit to happen. I know this mm. card was a. Uh, it, it was Barbo- Barboza versus yeah. Burgos is a fight you want to go out of your way to see if you have the possibility or if you have the ability to. Everyone talks about the Burgos knockout, and everybody's had doctors on, and and, and you know the MMA combat sports doctors on to explain what happens. When your mind is saying one thing, but your body is physically shutting down and saying, no, I'm actually good. I'm going to go in and talk myself right here. I'm going to hibernate for the winter. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good, man. My body's allowed me to turn into the Yogi Bear here, and I'm going to shut down. But you should step a lot of your way to watch this fight. And and we talk a lot about... Uh, about Oliveira, we're gonna wax poetically about how great we, we need to. We need but to. hasn't Barbosa? Doesn't Barbosa have a hundred fights in the fucking UFC? The guy has a a hundred fights in UFC. Um, okay, Benil Darius versus Ferguson. I believe. Did we both pick Ferguson here? But the thought process was, hey, he's trending down, but he's probably got one more good fight in him. Was that was that what we thought, or did I? Did I say this on the show, or I don't know if I had a chance to say this on the show? Uh, I don't that think, was I don't my thought that, process. Yeah, I don't think that we talked about this, so go okay. ahead and give me your thoughts on this fight. This this is what I told anybody that would listen to me because I wasn't in front of a live microphone. I might have tweeted it. Uh, I think that what I tweeted basically was, Tony's basically trending down, and this is the right fight stylistically for him to look good, but he's nowhere near championship level anymore. Uh, and boy, was I wrong. This is a total Darius trending up. Ferguson trending all the way down with a good dash of father time as a motherfucker. Um, Ferguson looked bad. Uh, Ferguson probably got his, his ACL torn or 
ligaments torn. I believe he said that he did it. Who knows? Maybe he's doing some natural healing type shit. But when a guy winces and audibly yells during a submission, I mean, that's bad. Why is it if a guy that we hate, like let's say Josh Koshek or someone like that, audibly yells. If Conor McGregor audibly yelled during a submission, we would be picking that motherfucker apart for the rest of his career. But Tony does it and it's okay because he's funky and he's weird and he's wired differently. So it's cool. It's just, no, it's cool. He's a lawyer. He didn't tap. I, I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're doing double standard shit on this. But uh, Jesse, give me some thoughts on Ferguson Darius, what you saw and where we go from here. Uh, first of all, uh, Darius, um, he proved to me that he belongs in a, in a fight like this against a guy like Ferguson, who is a former uh what was he uh uh interim champion uh i don't i'm not sure if he was ever he was he was he was was a top rank he was he was the number one top top rank guy um and and we all love tony ferguson because he's weird and he's funky and he's he's got like the weird shit he does in the in the in the cage and and how he like he trains all fucking weird he's got a lot of memeable moments exactly we love that kind of shit and i i think that mma twitter is geared more towards a guy like ferguson and then you just got a guy uh like darius who is just uh he's a hard-working guy he just goes to the gym he puts in hours he trains hard he trains in a a different variations of 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 skill sets and then he doesn't talk much he doesn't really do interviews he's not the one doing fucking cartwheels and shit in the parking lot and so people kind of like brush him off. MMA Twitter, you all, mostly all of you fucking suck. I'm just gonna say that right now. Wow. Most of you all fucking suck. You but guys, please follow us. But please follow us because and we please love continue you. to listen. <laughs> uh, I I just think that it, it. You're right. Father time, I think, has caught up to him, and I think part of that is how he trains, because it's not normal to train like he trains. Like it's just not like. It, I, it's so weird sometimes and yeah when it, when you first see like oh this is tony ferguson training and and you're like oh man that's fucking crazy that's cool man but then you got to think like is this really sustainable and that's where we're at now like obviously what we're in seeing your late is, 30s closer to 40 exactly now we're seeing a guy who has fought his just fought his ass off to get where he's been and i give him full credit for that without a whole bunch of gimmicks and stuff because Folks, he is just that. Like, he's not a gimmick. He is just Tony Ferguson. Um, but, you know, now we're starting to see, like, the, the way he is not sustainable. And he is on the downward trend, man. Dogecoin lost me a bunch of fucking money. Mm. By a bunch, I mean not much, but it lost me money. Tony Ferguson. Diamond you know, hands, Jess. Diamond Tony, hands. Hold Tony, on Tony Ferguson it. is, uh, he's, you know, he's losing MMA Twitter fans money. Uh, he's, he's on the downward trend. He's, he's losing cash. And, uh, I, I can still see him fighting a few fights and winning a, a couple of those probably, uh-huh. but I don't see them being title fights. And yeah. I, and I don't even see them being contender fights. I see them he's not, being be- he's not beating a guy in the top five. If no, anything. No, 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 he's, exactly. he's in the BMF category now, right? Now, he should be exactly. fighting the Diaz he's, brother. He should be fighting the Mazadal. 1000%. Let's set up Mazadal and Ferguson and let's do that fight. I think that'd be a great fight. It's fun. Fans would go crazy for it. I think it would be awesome. Uh, uh, Darius, however, is he's a quiet guy. And I know that MMA Twitter doesn't like the quiet guys because they prefer the outgoing, like the, the weird and the, the obnoxious almost, you know, it's not memeable. And he's, and he's just not that he's just, he just puts in hard work. 
He's been fighting for a long time. Nobody Darius knows is a fucking no, lifestyle guy. Nobody he is. Nobody fucking knows who this guy is because he doesn't make waves. He just goes in there and he quietly wins fights. And the thing that caught me off guard was just I don't know if Tony was not ready for the transitions, but holy fuck, the smooth jujitsu transitions shown and then eventually get into that leg lock and then basically he's like letting tony go i I swear to god he's like dude i'm not gonna break your fucking leg i think i've done lig- ligament damage i don't think that you're gonna be able to walk around for like the next few weeks or so i'm not yeah he let go which was kind so he did let go which was kind he still fucking transitioned into another submission and then back to another it was just absolutely phenomenal if you think about the Darius from whatever, three or four years ago, who was just mostly a wrestler, right? And couldn't really do much outside of his great pedigree of wrestling, which was just you know, how to work or whatever. And now we transition to a guy with a little popping gloves, a guy who's not afraid to stand and bang, a guy who will aggressively throw the jab and the, and the straight left after it. He was not afraid to mix it up with Tony that night, which made it even more interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, he's... He's going at Tony with the strikes. This is this is fun. But again, you nailed it, Jess. When he took the fight to the ground, his ground game where he was at three years ago to now, it's light years. And oh yeah. He's showing that ground game now of a guy everybody in the division has to take note with now. With those transitions, with the submissive tents and shit like that. I mean, Darius is going to be a problem. This is one of those guys, again, he stuck around in the UFC long enough, he's yeah. paid his dues, he's been knocked out, he's been in ugly fights, and now he's trending up. And, I, and I'm dying to see who they match him up with. Yeah, it'll be super It'll be super interesting to see who he I, fights next. I, I want to jump into the next fight, uh, Jess, but one more hot take on Tony. And are you ready? Let's hear it. Do not be surprised if that BJ Penn type losing streak where we see him lose three or four or five, five fights in a row and he's put in fights that we believe are winnable and he's just getting knocked out just because father time is a motherfucker. Um, Charles the Bronx Oliveira versus Michael Chandler. I love Chandler going into this fight. I picked Chandler to win this fight. This was an incredible fight and as soon as the fight ended, I thought... Is this the fight of the year? I don't know if I was the only one that thought that or not. Uh, Jess, do you have any thoughts on this fight? Uh, it possibly could have been fight of the year if it would have went to a decision. <laughs> other than that, other than the knockout. But, but, but because it was a stoppage, I'm not sure if I can put it in that category right now. Yeah. Uh, up until the stoppage, it was worthy of a possible fight of the year. Like It was insane. It was. It was insane Jim- up to the stoppage. It was high energy. High voltage, high strike, guys trading at an insane level, followed by a takedown by DeBronx, where Rogan is basically questioning everything Chandler is doing on the ground and almost saying, Chandler, you have no idea what you're doing. Your skill set is not high enough, and you're basically making huge mistakes, which is going to cost you the fight. Chandler explodes out of Oliveira's um, deep hooks into a top position and just gives him a shitload of fits, drops him in the fight with heavy punches, gives him an absolute nasty ground and pound. And it wasn't a ground and pound that was too shine. It was a ground and pound where you go, 
these are heavy shots, and these shots are impacting. Oh, look there. Yes, bad intent behind every one of them. He's not throwing these to score and win the round. He's scoring these fucking knock Oliveira out. Nearly finishes Oliveira at the end of the round. At the end of the round, Jess, I tell my buddy, I will not be surprised if Oliveira does not get off of this score because he took that tremendous of a beating at the end of the round. Charles gets off of his fucking stool and within the first few exchanges hurts Chandler. And I mean hurts my guy and then just absolutely finishes him with some like Vanderlei Silva. You know, this is the old school shoot to box. I'm throwing hooks and I'm throwing heavy right hands and I am going to finish you. And then he finished him. I just thought it was an incredible five and a half to six minutes worth of a fight. There was no stall. It was just non-stop action. And I don't care if it was short or not. I love this. Oliver's been through hell and back in his UFC career, and he now has like a shit ton of fights. And you look back and you can kind of, you can see the, you can see the evolution of his game. And uh, you can also uh, take parts and be like, man, how do you lose this fight? Like, you know, I, I didn't see that happening. Uh, but as you say, anything can happen. It's the fight game. Uh, all hands are on deck at that point in time. This was a different Oliveira, and he's been different for this past probably three to five fights. Uh, he has been intent on winning fights, not like let's go to a decision, let's grapple, fuck these dudes. Like he has, uh, last few fights I've seen him in, he has been more than happy to just sit back and just throw missiles at dudes. And that's something that I think uh, he was hesitant to do earlier on in his, in his career because he focused so much on the jiu-jitsu part. Now we're seeing like this uncaged animal with different new fun techniques, and he's just out there with bad intentions himself. And, and, and uh, as far as Chandler's concerned, I'm almost willing to say that he could possibly end up being the greatest Bellator asset that the UFC has gotten. I know that he's not the youngest cat in the yard, but Chandler is a beast. He's not afraid to fight anybody. He's got that short, stocky build. He's not going to be, he's, he's going to be a difficult out no matter what and, or who the fighter is. Uh, just an incredible fight. And, but how do you go, uh, stock not trending up on both these guys? Well, one of them you put a title it's on, of course. But how do you not say Chandler doesn't look incredible on a loss? He dominated, I don't want to say dominated, but he looked fantastic in the first yeah. round nearly finished the Bronx in the first round, and then just got caught in an exchange in the second round, which everybody knows if you watch Chandler and Bellator, it happens. He gets caught in exchanges. He got caught by Pitbull. He got caught by Eddie Alvarez. He, he gets caught in exchanges. That's, that's part of the game. Um, so stock trending up. If I'm Chandler's people, I am pushing for a run it back rematch like a mother. They probably won't do that. Who knows? But that's the fight I want to see because that fight was just so good. Yeah, I agreed. It was it, again, like uh, agreeing with you from earlier. It's one of the one of the best fights I've seen up until the stoppage, and even the stoppage was great. And and just the story of, of the whole thing. O Oliveira, uh, again, he's been around for ages. He's kind of been like this guy who, like, he just comes in, he wins, he loses, whatever. People know him though. He seems like a good dude. He's got a lot of good skill sets. He finally picks up this crazy win and. Uh, 
And in it's super well deserved. I'm I, I am more than happy to see this guy carrying around a belt and he deserves it. And more than anything, I believe Chandler does deserve a rematch. But here's the problem is Dana does not really treat outside fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had your chance. <laughs> so I'm not I, my guess is that Chandler's gonna have to win a fight or two to get a shot back. Or three. But I would not be surprised to see this guy get back to that spot where he is fighting for a title again. I again, I just don't understand how you do you do trending up for both these guys. It was incredible, and I know that division's deep, but I know you can make arguments arguments for other guys now. But that just, I just don't understand how you have a barn burner like that and don't go. All right, let's run that back. That was an incredible fight, you know. Challenge It'd be got hot. It happens. Yeah, fuck. I believe it would be. I guess it depends on the on buy rate, right? It's all about buy rate. Um, <laughs> I want to hit a little bit of NFL here uh, before we get out of here. Um, I want to go about this one of two ways. I either want to run over Buffalo's schedule really quick and just see your win-loss record, or we can do it with the Cowboys. It's whatever team you prefer. We can do, we're going to do both here. You want to start oh, with well, your team? Let's, let's do Cowboys because I want to tell you right now, Buffalo's going 17-0. and 0, We're winning the Super Bowl. So it's can I say the same thing? Can I just say 17-0? Go ahead. <laughs> They're not going to go 17 and no. How dare you? Come on. All right. Um, let me – let's do this. I'm going to do the opposite. Let, no, let, I'm going to throw this. you – no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give you Dallas's schedule, and you give me wins and losses. Are you ready? Let's go. Week one against the Buccaneers. <sighs> Loss. Week two at Chargers. Win. Week three versus Eagles. Win. Week four versus Panthers. Win. Week five versus Giants. Win. Not easy, but a win. Week six at Patriots. Win. Wow. Week seven at Vikings. Uh, Dallas is known to lose crazy games. I'm going to give this one to Minnesota. It's a Halloween game, by the way. Uh, week we and I and I agree with you, by the way. Week eight uh, versus Broncos. Win. Week nine versus Falcons. Fuck. Uh, win. Atlanta is great. So I have one million percent. Week ten at Chiefs. That's an L, right? Come on. <laughs> week eleven uh, versus Raiders. Raiders or Ravens? Raiders. Oh, uh, Las Vegas. I'm sorry. Las Vegas. Win. Almost said Oakland. Uh, week. I think I'm twelve now. Uh, at New Orleans. Win. Thank you. Week thirteen at Washington football team. Win. Week fourteen at Giants. I'm gonna I'm gonna give New York one win. There you go. They gotta give them one, right? Somebody's gonna split. Uh, week 15 at Washington. So Washington Giants, Washington. Win. Sweet. Week 16 versus Cardinals. Win. Uh, week 17 at Eagles. Win. Week 18. I'm sorry. So you got the, you got the Cowboys with th- you got the Cowboys with three losses, and that's it. I love it. 14 and three. You know why I'm doing this? I'm not doing this for you, buddy. I'm doing this because I have fucking faith that Dak wow. Prescott is a fucking good quarterback. I love where your head's at. And and, and Dak Dak is is deserving of a of a huge contract. He's deserving of of showing everybody that he's not gonna be the next you know fallout. He is the guy. Put some fucking faith in your quarterback, Dallas fans. This guy's gonna get you back to the playoffs and and possibly one day back to the promised land. But if anything, he's a damn good quarterback. I have faith in Dak. 
I don't be surprised if we're five, six weeks into the season and the Cowboys have the best front seven in football. Just saying. Fuck yes. It's just happening, saying. man. I'm telling you. Fred, the just defense, the best front the, seven the on defense. The defense is revamped. The That's secondary. The, the, I mean, everything. Uh, the linebacker core got way better. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch, if he can stay healthy, he's going to fall out. You know why? Because he's playing for a fucking contract, so that's a good thing to have. Your front, your, your front four is still pretty fucking big and beefy. Yeah, they're uh, going to be fine. That's their front and, seven, yeah, I'm telling they're you. They're running three, four with those three. You run a three, four with three of those four linebackers, potential uh, pro bowlers, and you still got Lauren, Demarcus Lawrence on the front line. They'll be fine. Um, can I give you my Buffalo Bills? I'm not going to be as kind and as thoughtful uh, schedule. <laughs> I don't believe you have it in front of you, but I have it in front of me. Are you ready? Go ahead. Steelers, that's a win. I do not like the Steelers this year, by the way. I am all the way off the Steelers. Um, at Dolphins, at Miami, I'm going to go an L there. Uh, versus Washington football team, that's a W. Versus Texans, that's a W. At Kansas City, that's an L. So that's two L's, okay? Mm-hmm. At Titans, you know I like the Titans, just that, that's, an, that's an L. So there's three L's. Versus Dolphins at home, that's a win. At Jaguars, that's a win. At Jets, that's a win. Versus the Colts. What's Wentz doing? Is Wentz going to be good? If Wentz is, if Wentz figures out this system, I'm going to win here. He better be fucking good. So he that's another L. Wentz possibly has the best offensive line in front of him in, in, in the entire National Football League. Yeah, and a, and a quarterback guru. So that's uh, one, so I've given him one, two, three. That's so what, four we got three losses. losses. We got three, ooh, that's four losses. Four losses. Right. No, hold on. Well, at Dolphins, at Chiefs, at I got four losses. All right. At Saints, that's a win. Because I, I, who's their quarterback, right? Who's their fucking quarterback? What Tim have they Tebow. done? Who have they beat? <laughs> it's fucking Tim, it's Tim. Tim Tebow. It's Tim Tebow 2.0, bro. That's a, uh, versus <laughs> Patriots. Hey, listen, you picked the Cowboys to beat the Patriots, so I'm picking the Bills to beat the Patriots. Thank you. At the Bucks, That's an interesting game. I, I got to go at Bucks. So that's five <laughs> losses, yes. It's, at, it's in Tampa, so it's... And then I got them. And then I got them winning out. Uh, versus the Panthers, they win. At the Patriots, they win. I think they sweep the Patriots. Versus the Falcons, they win. Versus the Jets, they win. But I'm still getting them five losses. So let's see. 12. What is that? Twelve? Is that twelve and five? That's twelve yeah. and five. Twelve and five. I and, mean, they probably 12, still win the division, right? Twelve and five. We still probably win the division. We, you know, we may. We're not going to get that first round bye because the fucking Chiefs are still alive. And they got a lot better this year than, than they were even last year. Yeah, the Chiefs are going to be so uh, gonna difficult be, to beat. This they're going to be so they're going to so be so stupid good. Uh, you know what? I I said my my Bills record was uh, thirteen and four, so I'm not going to be upset by your twelve and five. That's I gave him an extra loss, so I had to be I got to be constructive criticism. Here. And, and, and the fact that, that here <laughs> again, uh, uh, you were talking about your uh, Cowboys Halloween game against many. Well, I'm gonna be in Buffalo, like I said earlier in the show. I'm gonna be in Buffalo, Halloween fucking night versus the Fins. So we're 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 gonna we're gonna squish the fish. There will be YouTube videos of me going through a flaming table. Yes. That is one that is one thousand percent happening and nothing will change my mind. I'm I've convinced myself that you you've paid for your friend to go to one film everything to keep you out of jail. That's that guy's two that's his job. One film everything to just keep you out of jail. That's you it. Liter- you literally that that is the that's the playbook. That's the conversation that your wife's going to have with them before you guys get a plane <laughs> to fly across the fucking country and she's just going to trust your ass. Um, 
Uh, uh, one more question, and then we're done. And now we're officially running over time now because I'm missing the game. Um, does Miami does Miami finish second in this division, or does they, by any chance does New York or New England surprises? No, Miami finishes. I wouldn't even be surprised if Miami uh, made the playoffs this year. Ooh, I like that. I, hey, listen, I'm a Tua guy, and I am with you, and I would not be surprised, but I don't know if it happens. I think they're yeah. one player. I think they're a player away, and that player might be Julio Jones. Um, yes, let's hit our plugs. Let's hit our shout outs. Let's get out of here. All right, let's do it. So, uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, we will have a fully edited version of the show, and that is what you will be listening to. Enjoy it, please. We'll be back and record a new show next week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Please get on Twitter because that's about all business that we handle. Jay Valdez is Valdez spelled backwards 559. Please follow him on Twitter. Follow myself at, at JTT81. And then, of course, the show, the podcast, Twitter feed is uh, to- Team Toss 21. Folks, we got to get us. some followers on that fucker. I know, we really we got, Our followers are very low on there. We got to get some followers up. Well, hey, I, hit, I hit like 2,500 the other day. You did? God 20, damn. 2,500. That's double me, you motherfucker. I only bought like half of them. It's fine. I mean, that's really not bad. <laughs> Can I? How do I get in? If you refer somebody, do you get like an extra 10 people applied to your account? Just go and start following it. That's what I did. Actually, I followed a bunch of people that you follow that follow you, and they followed that's me back. That's it. So. Yo, I was just, speaking I was just of, scalping speaking, your followers. Speaking of, that's the move, dude. Just hoard them all up. Speaking <laughs> of people that follow me and people who support the show, shout out my boy Brian at bblack559. Shout out my boy Chris, a.k.a. Baby Humps. Um, he's got a podcast coming out. It's called Over the Humps. He has one episode in the can. He did some stuff on video. It's pretty cool. It's a little bit of age now because it was draft stuff. But shout oh. out my boy Chris. Uh, shout out Jay underscore Rollins. Jay, we're going to get you on the show sometime. We're going to figure it out. I don't know when, but the sooner the better. We love you, pal. Shout out Justin JVD, Justin Von Dupe. Shout out the Horn team. Shout out all our boys. We'll be XYTD. back next week. Next and, week, we'll do more NFL. Special, special shout out to Mr. Jimmy Evans. It's at Jimmy Evans. Follow yes. Me. Jimmy Evans. Jimmy. Support the, the people who support us. You support us. We're going to get you some fucking followers, dude. Thank you so much for listening to the show and giving us so much love. We appreciate that. I'm going to give you some love right now. We, we do. Really appreciate you. All right, All right guys. Now, we, are now we are out. See you next week. Enjoy the sun, especially if you're in California and you're going to burn up. We love you let's, guys. Let's go, Warriors.